Welcome to Linking the Wealth with your host, Akindale Akinyami, the president and CEO of the Global African Business Association. Tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about Black Lives Matter, the real story. It is true that black lives matter. And I'm not talking about what you see on TV with white folks. I'm talking about black lives like like mine. Black lives like our children of African descent. Black lives like our women of African, Caribbean, and the diasporan descent. You're right. Black lives do matter. But apparently, when it comes to a white power infrastructure, and when black people get up and stand up and talk about the injustices that go on, not just in this country, but around the world, our lives are ignored. So you have these white liberals. Now, white liberals in my eyes are the enemy. Here's why. White liberals will come into a black community and they will say, I'm on your side, brother. I'm on your side, sister. And they inject all this nonsense like feminism and all this other nonsense that have absolutely nothing to do with black people. Nothing. Going around, tearing up property, defacing property. See, white liberals who cry about Black Lives Matter, they will never bring their ass to the hood. They're not coming over here in the hood, tearing up property. They know what time it is. So these white liberals are not your friends, black people. They're not. I trust a white conservative more so than a white liberal. Hell, at least a white conservative would tell me in my face. I believe in the Confederacy. I believe in low taxes and I don't think you should get a damn dime. Go work for it yourself. I could respect a white person, conservative, man or woman that can tell that to my face because I know where you're coming from. What's insane is these black liberals and these so-called Black Lives Matter movement You don't see these people protesting the level of violence that's going on within our black community. You don't see that. What you see is them protesting the police, talking about defund the police. Would you really want to defund the police in the middle of uh, uh, post 9-11 world? with terrorism that can strike at any place at any time in this country, would you really defund the police? Hmm? You know, police. if you're serious about police reform, you should be saying, instead of 19 weeks for a, a, a person to train in the police academy, they should be training two to three years. And part of that two to three year training, we need to talk about social work. We need to talk about mental health. And we need to talk about de-escalation tactics 
and community relations. You can't learn all that in 19 weeks. In other countries, that's what they learn. That's what they learn. The problem, the problem with white liberals, they are, they cannot be trusted. I'm serious as hell about this today, folks. They cannot be trusted. Because these are the same ones that are sitting down with white conservatives at a country club, cutting a steak, talking about how they wives look nice and how they children play lacrosse and soccer and all this nonsense, cutting deals, talking about gentrifying your black community. That's the truth. They are sitting, they are sitting with white conservatives, but putting a target on your black back and putting black people, if you're consider yourself a Democrat, they put a black person on the um, on a social justice plantation. You're a black conservative, they put you on a social conservative plantation. They got the black liberal or the black democrat talking about marching and protesting and burning candles. You got the black conservative over here talking about Planned Parenthood and everybody broke. Everybody broke. Meanwhile, white conservatives and white liberals are buying up your block. They buying up vacant lots in your hood. And they are taking your money that your black churches put in white banks every Monday morning to regentrify your neighborhood with loan products and other products that they qualify for because your credit score sucks. And you don't have enough business credit to qualify for it. You see, black lives do matter. Not just talking about black people stop, uh, black people uh, stop practicing fratricide towards each other. But black lives matter from an economic perspective. That's the part that we have to nail the hammer on. We got to start beating the drum on Black Lives Matter as it pertains to economic development. I keep telling you folks this, that the white media, which is most, which is liberal most of the time, and these, and these white folks, these white liberals who come into the hood talking about Black Lives Matter, they don't give a damn about you. They don't care. What they give a damn about is their personal agenda. Our agenda with Black Lives Matter is economics. We need to sustain our businesses. We need to su sustain our financial institutions. We need to sustain our supply chain. And most importantly, people, our supply chain must be linked, not just in the U.S., but it must be linked to the continent of Africa the Caribbean, and we must sustain our own ecosystem so that our lives matter economically 
and to create sustainability and accountability. When we have a prosperous community economically, our brothers and sisters won't be arguing in their homes. They won't be arguing as a married couple over finances. They won't be arguing and killing each other or they won't be killing each other over uh, 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 because they don't have a job. They have to sell drugs. You understand that? That's real Black Lives Matter. All this damn protesting and burning candles, this nonsense that we doing. Huh. After you protest, you still got to rebuild your community. You ain't burnt it down. Now you got to rebuild it. Money, ain't, uh, money don't grow in trees, ladies and gentlemen. You ain't burnt the community down. Now you're begging the same white person you hate for bailout money or Corona or, or CARES Act or all this other stuff. Instead of keeping your community intact, you let these damn parasites from the suburbs come down in the hood. They ain't even really in the hood. They know better not to come in the hood with that foolishness. They downtown and midtown and places like that and break a few glasses and act like they freedom fighters. They ain't no damn freedom fighters. These people ain't dying. John Lewis, Congressman John Lewis, he just passed away. Now he was hitting the head with a brick. This man almost lost his life many times. He saw his friends die, Dr. King. Okay. C.T. Vivian died, passed away. A friend of John Lewis passed away the same day, a few hours apart. Spiritually linked together in a civil rights movement that they were willing to give up their lives so that we can carry the torch to the next step, which is economic movement. The civil rights movement was never uh, about just social justice. It was about economics. That's where Whitney, brothers like Whitney Young of the National Urban League was an executive director. We don't even teach our children about Whitney Young. You understand where I'm going with this, people? See, the next, see, we, it's, it's not just sil, uh, civil rights, it's silver rights. That's what my brother John Hope Bryant of Operation Hope talks about. Silver rights. An economic movement that's rooted in black women, that's rooted in sustainability and globalization of the African diaspora. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? We have these tools and we have these tools like Bomalink, right? From my brother uh, Shola Salako, right? The CEO of Bomalink. We have Bomalink. You know, that's the Africa LinkedIn. You should set up a profile, Bomalink.com. This is a 21st century tool, ladies and gentlemen. Our personal platform to build the next movement silver rights okay can i get an amen silver rights right 
that's rooted in the globalization of the African diaspora. Link with tools like Bumalink and GABA. A team of full, a team of experts that have come together to save you, your black life, your black life. Real Black Lives Matter movement is rooted in sustainable economic development. Because after you get done burning down stuff and burning down the burning down the houses and the buildings and all that stuff and breaking a few glass and pissing on the ground and fighting the police, guess what? It's still business as usual. I'm sitting here crying about, crying about, oh, injustice. The white man, you begging white folks to give you respect. No, sir. No. No. Hell no. No. We're not here to beg white people to give us respect. We are here to build our own sustainable ecosystem. And if white folks want to interfere with our ecosystem, they will be met with death. Period. I know I'm preaching to a choir. I need to start passing the plate tonight. And the reason I speak as strong as I'm speaking is because black people got to stop begging people that don't look like them for forgiveness and begging them to respect them as a human being and getting on their knees. We can, we are part of an African diaspora. We don't have to beg no damn white person, Chinese person, Japanese person, or anybody. We don't have to uh, accept uh, uh, black inferiority. Hell, you can't talk about Black Lives Matter from an economic standpoint if we're not going to talk about black men and black women loving each other and supporting one another and understanding that there is a chain of command in the universe where when I get to a certain age, I have to start educating the generation behind me. And they have to do the same. You see where I'm going with this, everybody? See where I'm going with this? We have to stop. We don't have time. All this begging. I see. I, I guess I've never been a person to beg white folks or anybody. I'm educated and, and, and articulate enough to speak my peace with authority, moral and otherwise. Period. I don't get on my knees and beg white folks. Oh, please forgive us. Please uh, accept uh, acceptance. Hell, how the hell you want to uh, accept white folks to accept you? You can't even accept your own sister. You can't accept your own brother. Hell, there would never be there would never be a strong economic power base within the black community if our black relationships are not intact. We never want to talk about that. That's the truth. And what I'm saying is you can't become wealthy, not rich. Wealthy. Because you could be rich today and be broke tomorrow. Wealthy if you don't have a system of networks and a system of people and a system that makes sense 
that's that is spiritually rooted and morally focused to become a millionaire. People, Black Lives Matter, when we talk about the financial sustainability, when we talk about economic development, when we're talking about understanding the role of the black woman, that's when black lives really matter. Because without the black woman in our community, there'll be no black lives. You guys are sitting around here you know, you guys are sitting around here, uh, uh, have allowed the media and all these other entities to reshape black lives with white folks, white liberals. And white liberals are not your friends. I'm sorry. They're the same ones that tell you, hey, let's go smash the system. Hey, go throw a brick in through that building right there. Hey, go do so-and-so. They want you to perpetuate a crime and to keep you on a damn plantation while they are getting rich off your ignorance. That's the damn truth. You got black conservatives and black liberals and black liberals arguing about things that don't matter. And their white liberal and white conservative counterparts are gentrifying neighborhoods, writing laws to benefit them. Or introducing bills to, uh, that, that's going to law to benefit them, enforcing the law to benefit them, and your ass remain powerless. That's the truth. That's the reality. We have to stop being played, black people. This Black Lives Matter stuff is no more than. A, uh, a facade for white folks. The real Black Lives Matter is an economic movement. And that's the part that white folks don't want you to talk about is economics. As long as you are angry and, and, and you fighting for other rights, whether it's LGBTQ or, or feminism or other things in, in that paradigm and there and got you not focused on black economics as it pertains to uplifting your community with a sustainable, uh, with a sustainable plan, okay, that's connected to Africa, that's connected to the Caribbean, that's connected to other parts uh, of of the globe. Whether you're a Black Canadian, they don't want to talk about that because that's too much like right. They want to keep you angry. Listen, let me tell you something. In the Global African Business Association, we don't have time to be angry. What we do have time for is to build bridges with the resources that are on the table so that we can move our brothers and sisters to the next step. Whether you are whether you consider yourself a baby boomer or a Gen Z, we are here to assist. We don't have time to get out there, cry, moan and complain. What we do have time for is to open businesses, open community development, culture arts, STEAM, agriculture, grocery stores, and we have enough time to educate you in the community so that you could become a servant with this Black Lives Matter 
from an economic movement perspective. Hey, this is Akindale Akinyemi. I'm the president and CEO of the Global African Business Association. For more information, go to gabanetwork.com. That's G-A-B-A-N-E-T-W-O-R-K.com to learn more about the Global African Business Association.